on record all right everyone welcome this is our first episode of video game wars we're gonna do be doing a bracket of our top all-time favorite video games our top five top five we're just four regular dudes talking about video games we're not gamers by trade i wouldn't say andy's regular yeah Irregular. That's true. He also doesn't know any trades. Being a real estate agent makes you very irregular. <laughs> Only in your poop schedule. Yeah. That's right. Anyway, so yeah, we uh we're we're not gonna go into depth about all these games. We're just really gonna be more talking about um kind of our memories of them, why we liked them, and then um, you know, maybe any uh funny anecdotes along the way. But otherwise we are gonna be going that. sorry, what was that, Jared? Okay, none of that. <laughs> this is a no frills episode all right so we're gonna go in an alphabetical order uh let's go let's go around the roster real quick first up andy mans give us an intro quick bio so i uh decided to go with for my number five because andy, it's not number one listen yeah. andy give us a quick bio yeah, I don't want people know. knowing my my personal info. All right, we've already ruined this. Okay, well, just yeah, I'm a real questions. estate agent it's from a, Massachusetts. No, you don't have to tell us your profession. Just say I'm Andy. I'm 25 from Pittsfield. I'm not even 25. <laughs> I'm Andy. I'm in my 30s, and I'm from Pittsfield. Never ask 30s. a gentleman his age, Wick. <clears throat> Rude. That's what it is. All right, and the order will be. Andy, Bill, myself, and Jared, and then we will go in counterclockwise fashion from there until we count down our top five. Wait, did we change it again? Or is it still am I after Bill or am I after you? You're it's alphabetical. Uh, you're after Jared. Eric. Alphabetical. You're after, you after Eric and then you go again, right? Yeah. All I know is Jared has to take all his clothes off to count to twenty one, so I'm a little worried. <laughs> <laughs> Still can. Got <laughs> Fiddler beat by two and a half. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right, Andy, why don't you give us your number five? So my number five is Mario 64. Wasn't the first video game I played, but it's the first video game that I absolutely loved. I I, I loved how 3D it was. Uh, me and Nick played it all the time. I remember my parents bought the N64 for Christmas. We had, uh, it came with two controllers. They got Mario 64 with it. And we just had hours of fun searching that castle and going in. You know, you remember you jump into the pictures and you had all the different levels and each level had a different amount of stars to get. Yeah, it was just, uh, it was, it's just fond childhood memories of playing Mario 64. And that's why I picked it. Yeah, I remember uh, the two things that I remember about that game that I really enjoyed were being able to stretch and pinch Mario's face and that weird thing with the glove. Very beginning. Yes. That was like an early like Instagram filter or something. Yes. And then uh, being able to do that sick front flip where you land on your ass and smash stuff. All the time. Absolutely. That's all I did. Remember, he would go, yeah, wahoo. 
<laughs> all the time. When you did his triple jump. I just always remember that. Oh, that's how you play it blind. Mario. And that was definitely on the list. That, that's a that's a solid choice. Like Excellent hours, choice. hours of yeah. just exploring different parts, uh, uh, like you said, of the castle, and then just like um, the the snow, um, snowy the, mountaintops and haunted castles. Yeah, I mean, just uh, there's just a bunch <laughs> of stuff. Yeah, that's a solid choice. I've I, never I, gotten all the stars either. Never. I had a friend really? who did. Chris yeah. Daly got we'll every Yoshi. single star in that game. But yeah, you don't really get it. You get Yoshi and you get a bunch of lives, which I don't know what you would do with them because you just beat all the stuff that there is to do. So, but I thought that was going to go way higher, way higher. Well, I think you have to, you have to solidify it, you know? Yeah. But I think the good yeah. thing that I'm saying, what, these what, are just more of a list. It's some, if you're going to try to put top five. Yeah. There's too I many games. They do that. The other thing is all of us sort of being in our thirties, well, except for Bill, I think he's in the AARP at this point. <laughs> all of us being in our thirties is that we've been around for so many different systems. So I think mm. that there's like a, a sort of a moment in time where we've played like all these different systems and have I've got pretty much one games. from each at this point now, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's kind of my list with. too. I'm gonna go way back also. So there's gonna be a, a system. Uh, but I don't think vision. I don't think y'all have uh, played. But uh, Jaguar by Atari. No, Bill used to play the Sundial. What are you talking about? <laughs> All, All right, Bill. Well, why don't you give us with, your number five? Uh, my uh, number five pick. Uh, this game on the NES, like I, I absolutely loved it. It was literally after school, I'd run home just to play this game. Um, I'm actually repping uh, my AEW hoodie here. And uh, one of the wrestlers there is actually kind of deri- uh, a derivative of uh, of this game. It's um, He's Kenny Omega. My f- number five pick is Mega Man 2. This Ooh. game was so wow. dope. Like the forest level and you got the trees as a forest field, like everything about this game was so freaking cool and i had those on there yeah you'd have to go like through certain levels and you know like the water would be uh the fire like a little bit of strategy not too much strategy because y'all know me not the most strategic (laughs) but this thing especially you know as a kid it 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 blew my mind i was like this is so fun like that i could shoot leaves out of my arm fucking dope and bubbles and saws in that one, right? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think it was the last first year in college, spring break, like the first couple of days we were out. I think I went through and beat the first five Mega Men for the first time because they came yeah. in like a whole collection on PlayStation that was just like one disc. Here's all the games. Oh, yeah, but Mega Man Two for some reason just it, it hit different for me. It's like this this game is incredible. Soundtrack's dope too. Yeah, good call. Absolutely. Like I can still hear that like in my dreams. Like I <laughs> I'd, I'd play this, I'd play this from like three to like eleven. I'd just be like, you'd beat it like a bunch of times. It'd still be so fun though. It is. All right. Solid choice. Solid choice. 
Um, I'm a little bit torn because there's a game that I, I want to put higher on my list, but I also don't want to lose it. Um, all right, screw it. I'll take the chance of losing it. Okay, so my number five game um, was a game that I didn't own myself, but a good friend of mine had it. And um, I would go over his house all the time. And I remember it was the first game that I had seen or played like from this perspective, which is first person shooter. And I remember thinking like, there's so many cool features to this game. You can play as a party. There's all sorts of characters, different game types, different guns. And man, fucking GoldenEye, 007. It's hard to top that game. I mean, that game was just so well done and it was so ahead of its time. Whew. It was a trailblazer for sure. Yeah. And I, no, I remember GoldenEye was flipping awesome. It was dope. I was terrible at it, so I, I I would not fuck with it. But uh, but watching other people play it, I'd be like, this this is a lot of fun. Yeah, there was a couple game types that were like so like that were just so hard that like I wasn't quick on the draw on a lot of those games. So like if you played like Man with a Golden Gun or something, and it was like a one shot kind of kill, like man, you were screwed. But the game itself was very good too. I mean, the, obviously the multiplayer was was a really cool feature, but the game itself was very cool. Um, especially because it's the first time I learned the word rendezvous. <laughs> I thought it said a rendezvous. Those ones when you actually see it typed or printed. Yeah. Like, wait, that's what saying, that is? It's okay. a time to rendezvous with Jaws. I'm like, first of all, what the fuck does rendezvous mean? <laughs> I'm like, clear, clearly I'm not very cultured, but um, now that I know, I realize that you I was meeting Curtis. with Jaws. <laughs> all right, Jared, uh, want to give us number Jared. five? Unless anyone else has to share anything else about GoldenEye. No, it's on my top 10, but uh, I figured it was going to be picked early. So that's why I was like, you know what? I'm going to get Mario 64 out of the way. Mario, I, didn't I didn't pick it. I didn't pick either of those. I figured that you guys were doing something. I'm going to kick off, I think, with uh, Mario Paint for the Super Nintendo. Nice. I think uh, nothing really story-wise, but there was a whole bunch of different stuff you could do between the weird drawing and painting and stuff. And then the music editor. Yeah, the that music you could go thing through. was, like, was yeah. so cool. You could yeah. just spend hours doing anything on there. Yeah, I never played Mario Paint. Never. Yeah. I had, well, I remember I played the music part the most, but it didn't have like a staff or something you could like insert notes on and it would like jump and like play the notes. Yeah. And go like the different chords yeah. and stuff and so you could write different pieces to it and different speeds and stuff. I thought that was so cool. That was a lot of fun, yeah. Mario Music Maker part, yeah. Came with a Nintendo mouse and a keyboard. I remember I had that for Super Nintendo when I stayed home sick. I had like a fly swatter game. I remember just going crazy playing that for hours at a time. Your mom's like, Jared, do you want some soup? You're like, no. Play Mario Paint. It's alcohol to clean up this trackball on this mouse. Oh, my God. Back then, there was, that was no a real digital, low. There's no digital sun. No straight up, straight up analog right there. <laughs> All right, solid choice. Uh, and guess what, Jared? You actually get to start with your number four. So let's uh, run r- right back round, and uh, we'll go in opposite order. And Jared, you can give us your number four. Okay. <laughs> 
He's got to be strategic. I think I'm going to mix it up, but I'm going to go Portal 2 for the Xbox 360. Portal. It was a... Never played it. Never played it. That was the one where you could put a portal on a wall and another portal, and it would you could warp between the two spots, and it was just this huge puzzle sandbox. Oh, that's so cool. Kind of on rails, but the second one actually had a pretty funny story in this huge, big voiceover. It was good. Right on. I've actually never played that either, but um, I think I got a while... co-op mode on it. I think I had a two-person story you can go through. Mm. I, I tried out. I, I heard, um, I think it was back like when Xbox 360 first came out that it was like ranked one of the top games for it. Um, I don't know if it came out right away. It might away, have been the first Portal because like that Team Fortress and Half-Life when those were out, those were like king for the 360. Yeah. It might have been right up until it died, honestly. Nice. Uh, all right. Well, um, my number four uh, again, I'm a little torn because I had to move around my list a little bit, but um, I guess since we're on the theme of it, um, this is the first system that I had that belonged to me. It was, you know, I had two older sisters, so they um, both had an NES um, that they shared, and I got to play it sometimes, but, you know, they they never stopped playing. So, and even like, you know, my relatives would come over and start playing. My uncle would play our Nintendo all the time. Um, so I never got a chance to play very much. But then one Christmas, I got a Super Nintendo. And it came with two games. And the one of the games was still, I think, one of the best games ever made. I think it uh, it took all the elements of the original Super Mario Brothers and made it so much cooler. Um, and that Super Mario World, um, you introduce, Yo- you introduce Yoshi, all new characters, all new levels. Um, it was the the whole like uh, flying element with that cape, and the graphics were were so good. I mean, so good going from NES to Super NES. It was night and day, night just and day. Just a couple extra colors. It's amazing what it does. Oh, man, and the music was great too. Yeah, yep. the music was really cool, and uh, being able to do those dive bombs with the cape, and then they had all those like alternate <laughs> routes you could take by. Um. Uh, you could like make off trails on the maps too so like you could go secret ways and it would build these other like branches off and there'd be more levels and stuff man i just thought that was that was so cool and uh the different color yoshis that had different abilities and stuff um yeah i remember like it was sort of like relearning mario playing that game because it was so different and it was what i liked about it a lot was that you could play all the greatest elements of mario and the game wouldn't freeze (laughs) Like, <laughs> I don't know what they did between those cartridges from NES to Super NES, but man, th- those things ran, ran like a tank. And the good thing is that it came with Super Mario All-Stars too, um, which you could play, obviously, the first uh, three. Um, and then I think it might have had Dr. Mario on it or something. But anyway, Super Mario World, my number four. Uh, no, that was the one that had like the Lost Levels or something, right? Yeah, Lost Levels. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what the first time I found out that you could go through, like once you beat the star level, if you actually beat like all the key levels up in the star world, there's a whole set of secret levels to go through and beat. I just never knew about as a kid. 
Yeah, I gotta play it again. I I I don't have it anymore, but uh, definitely gotta get it for Good my an emulator. Games. Yeah, stuff like that. I'm sure is easy enough. Yeah, definitely. Like it on your phone. Probably. That's the same without the controller, though. Never is. Got to be able to hit them L and R buttons. Right. <laughs> yeah, and the controller too. That's actually a good point. I mean, because it was like. It was a very different controller, but I felt like it was like a little bit more ergonomic in the way that the buttons moved. So like I thought that was pretty cool too. And the addition of the L and R buttons was was a huge. They said it was two squares, so they made it round the next time. Like, all right, screw you guys then. Fine. This one's a circle. But they had those those beautiful soft start and select buttons. Ooh. I did. They just pressed those. There, those ones start with bumpers too, right? Yeah. Yep. On um, all of them. So I know some of them had like an extra set of buttons, for like the turbo controllers. Yeah, yeah. There were weird, there were weird models. But the original, I think, when it came out, just had it had the four buttons plus the L and R. L and R. All right. Now that we've described Super NES in its entirety, Bill, why don't you give us your number four? Look, it. You guys can keep all your fancy controllers because i'm going in the wayback machine back to my time we're gonna get side uh we don't have a controller we have a joystick i'm firing up the commodore 64 i'm busting out the ghost busters and this game was incredible okay you want it you want soundtracks Boy, we got the best soundtrack here. We want uh, graphics. We get... Okay, the graphics are great, but... There's graphics. They're graphics, exactly. You know, uh, we're in a car. We're catching ghosts. We're going to places. We're making money. This game was so good. Was it the same as the Nintendo one, the Commodore one, or was that a different game? A little step down from it, but hey... We had a Commodore 64. We had a Ghostbusters. I think I've seen the Ghostbusters one on Nintendo, but I don't remember the Commodore one. It was exactly what you think of a Commodore 64 uh, video game. (laughs) Was that 4-bit? It lives up. Yeah, it it, 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 still to this day, like just driving in in the car, um, catching these like really bad graphics of Ghosts. It's gonna be something uh, I re- I recall on my deathbed. They're like, hey, <laughs> I did that. <laughs> Go play with a Commodore sixty four. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I really just because when I was really young, like uh, I mean, I loved uh, the Ghostbuster movies and a Saturday morning starting the day off right. Firing up the Commodore 64, or waiting, you know, like 15 minutes for it to load up. And then you have like a bunch of different discs you put in to, uh, to get to different levels and things. It was uh, fun times, gentlemen, fun times. And it also gave you time to, you know, like kind of mow down on some cereal while you're waiting for uh, for the game to load up. So, and, and it doubled as a good. heater in your house too, because I think yep. that got hot. Absol- 100%. <laughs> Keep it warm in those uh, Western Mass uh, winters. Uh. It's chilly. Chilly Berkshire winters. 
Yeah. Uh, fire up the Commodore 64 and heat up the house. That's right. <laughs> All right, Andy, what do you think? You want to give us the number four? Yeah, um, I didn't own this game. Um, I played it at my buddy Tom's house several times. It was Zombies Eat My Neighbors. Doesn't count. You didn't have it. It's not your game. Can't be your favorite game. Absolutely can. Yeah, my job. <laughs> what what love did you play game. for? Didn't it come on? Didn't wasn't it on Sega and Super NES? I know at least Super Nintendo. He had it on Super Nintendo. Uh, I but I feel like I feel like it was cross platform. I think it was on Sega too. I don't though, think but. that I've seen it on Sega, but I don't know that it wasn't on Sega. I we had a Sega at my house. Um but yeah, did you he have had zombies ate my neighbors for it. I did not have zombies ate my neighbors. No. I didn't even know it existed until I went to my buddy's house. And then I saw it. I was like, what is this game? And he's like, You want to play it? And I was like, I fell in love. I was like, this game is so I just got squirt guns, freaking blowing up zombies, giant baby zombies running around. Zookas. Oh my god, such so just fun times in a cold. Man. Yep, in a cold winter playing video game with friends. I it's freaking I remember playing the game. I don't remember a lot of the details of it, but I remember wasn't there one like episode called like Massacre on Aisle Five or something? And it was like in a grocery yes. store. Uh, I remember that being yes. really cool. Like that was like a. Um, I remember that being a cool level. I remember really liking the game, but yeah, I didn't own it either. I think I borrowed it, and uh, it was back when you used to borrow games from people, or you could rent it at like Video Studio Twelve. I think it was think- four player too. It was, but you would have to get the big like L bracket jumper thing which that was going to be one of my games too i think i'll get the that'll be my next one jump that bracket arcade Ooh, yeah zombies my neighbors i agree i think it was again another game that was kind of ahead of its time it was like goofy enough but i thought it was like a difficult enough game that it was interesting for gamers you know i feel like some of the goofy games like they they carried on for a long time, but they weren't difficult. It was like any sort of dummy could play it. And so it didn't create the challenge along with that same theme. So I feel like this was a game that was like a little bit difficult to play too. So I thought it it kind of uh, covered a lot of those bases. Rewarding and it's got a decent story. Yeah, that's yeah. a couple well, of good qualities. All right, Andy, I'm a little nervous because you get to go again, but fire off your uh, number three. But I'm not going to say fire off a number two. <laughs> <laughs> so it would be Heroes 2 of Might and Magic, the uh computer game. Mm. I just remember it. it was one, it was an awesome game. My parents bought it for me. The first time I played it was remember when Pittsfield had that electronic cafe with the computers and shit, and you could rent it for a birthday. Porter's um, parents yes. rented Siberian it for his birthday. Cafe. Yeah, and we played Heroes 2 of Might and Magic there. That right off second off uh Ben. That was fun. Ben. The Highland. Yeah, it didn't last long, but I always have good old feelings about that game. Just remember going there for a birthday party. That's what he wanted to do. We all played that game. And I remember falling in love with that game and asked my parents if I could get it. And they went out and bought me that game for the computer and I played it all the time. I freaking loved that game. <laughs> what year did that come out? Uh, I think I was in middle school when it came out. Hmm. So sometime in the 90s. It was like a Siberian cafe. I feel like that had to be like 97 at the earliest, right? I mean, I had, I still, my parents was in their attic. I have it in my basement. Hmm. 
they just re-released it on the 360 like a week or two ago, didn't they? Or oh, did they? It? Did I see you playing it or something? Is that what it was? Not me. Yeah, I, then it, I think it was one me. of the ones I saw just them advertising on Xbox. Oops. Oh shit, we lost Andy for a week. Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, Andy's gonna go play Magic the Gathering for whatever that's called. Heroes 2 of Might and Magic. Get it right. Yeah, oh, okay. Play Magic. So, you know, uh, so what's the basic premise? Like, how, how, do, uh, how do you play this game? Okay, so I, pretty much you pick, you pick a hero. So, like, you pick a hero and then you get your castle, and your objective oh, either is. Yes, exactly. Is to take out the other players. Like and you have to build up your castle. You take other castles. You, you can build those win? up. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. The it's just basically a strategy game. Um, you know, obviously, like you have to manage everything because you have to find resources. You have to get mines. You have to keep them, and you have to manage your resources in order to build more things to kind of build it up. So it's like it's like basically like before StarCraft and World of Warcraft and stuff like that because the, the graphics are old as app. And then you fight like battles. Yeah, exactly. You have to plan it all out. And like even in the battles, it's like a grid. Certain things can only move certain ways. It's like, and then there's like a story mode to go through. But it was awesome. Yeah, sounds cool to me. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it sounds cool to two of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, fifty percent. Uh, I mean. <laughs> But I'd still be down with it. It's 75%. <laughs> You're not getting any higher than that. Sorry about that. <laughs> All right, Bill. What do you got for number three? I'm okay, so this... Uh, game number three, you know, would help me later in life. Um, as you know, I, I moved up to North County and uh, things are different up here in North Adams. Um, you yeah. know. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah, turn it, says turn paper boys to help me get. Easy to say, pilot wings. So during the day, everything's pretty normal. You can go into shops, you know, can hang out with your whip and whatnot. Um, <laughs> but at night, whip whip. City kind of changes a little bit. Um, for my number three pick for the Nintendo Entertainment System, I pick. Castlevania. Oh, good choice. <laughs> great. I had my morning glory whip. Uh, yeah. I'm talking to these random shopkeeps. I'm going in. I'm going to kill some fucking vampires. Fuck the goth kids. This was a great game. And okay, low key, it did give me some nightmares every now and then, but that's fine. That's fine. I'm. I'm Stronger, not not really. I'm still scared of the game, but during the daytime, that's fine. So you can tell it's a good game because Jared just crossed nine things off his list. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> like, he didn't this. say Castlevania series, Jared. He just said the Castlevania <laughs> I mean, before. You can keep another ten on your list. Castlevania well, Symphony of the Night was the only one that I had down, but it's still. I mean, it's kind of the idea we've already hit. Like I'm not going to uh, say another Super Mario game now. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm intrigued though, Jared. Where did you have uh, any of your Castlevania uh, games on your list? Uh, 
Symphony of the Night was, I mean, down on the bottom, but again, I didn't really have them in order of anything. It was just, yeah. I wrote a list of games. It, it's up there for me, honestly, like for a platformer and like there was so much shit to explore and so many secrets and stuff like to go through and then find all the stuff and then go back through everything again. Like yeah. a couple of years, four years ago or something like that. Again, I just bought it for the Xbox and went through and just beat it. Oh, wow. It was still super fun. Yeah, it, it was one of the ones, especially like in uh, elementary school that I just, I loved playing and uh, definitely many hours. kind of slow and then by the end, once you get good and you like, you know where stuff is, you just get so fast and start zipping all over the place. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. Castlevania. I've got, number, I've got number three here and um, I don't want to blow anyone's spot up because it's going to kind of call out another game that I feel like might be on someone's list, but I, I'm going to be a little controversial here. So I got a hand-me-down PlayStation. Um, and so PlayStation was uh, was pretty badass at the time because you could play CDs on it. That was probably the only cool feature other than playing, <laughs> playing the games. The graphics were didn't do that at the time, it's true. What shitty graphics the PlayStation had, but anyway. No, not always. <clears throat> yeah, not always. Depended on the game. Okay, first of all, I thought women were shaped very differently after playing Tomb Raider. Let's <laughs> 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 just say they're not all squares. Fault. That's fucking Ubisoft's fault or whoever the hell. No, right? By playing it on PlayStation. <laughs> all right, first of all, y'all need to stop dick riding PlayStation for a second and calm down. Let me <laughs> Let me have my grief here, okay? All right, so this game came out. And grief just directed at the right people. That's all. I'm directed towards you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, I believe this game came out prior to uh, the game that was more popular. Um, so I'm gonna call it that game. So, I loved Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I thought it was a fantastic game for um, for PlayStation, um, but. A game that came out slightly before it that I played soon, or at least I played before it, was a game called Street question. Skater. Yeah, I just want to interject one thing. Yes, motherfucker. No, he's not okay. there yet. Hold on, he's yeah, no, I think I'm he's not. Pigeon is the only good game. Not that one. Street Skater. So <laughs> this game didn't have all the bells and whistles of Tony Hawk. You couldn't do all the same moves, but here's what it here's what it had. What it lacked Kitchen. in graphics and gameplay, it had a great soundtrack. It turned me on to bands that I wasn't super into at the time. Less Than Jake, um, All. Um, oh, shit. Uh, who else is on there? Um, it's one of those like, like all, Slick Shoes, all those guys. All sorts of bands that I wasn't really into, but playing playing a skateboarding game to freaking sugar in your gas tank was like such a cool experience. And yeah. there was all these like two minute songs and for two minute levels. And it was just a really cool game. Again, Tony Hawk definitely did it better, but I thought this game sort of like opened my it was eyes. It's a nice experience. Cool. Yeah. I mean, they don't all have to be the same. Also, uh, this Burnout is a, three was like that too. This is a stay tuned for soundtracks. Not Tony Hawk, I, I. But if I get my number one, which reading the room, I think I'm gonna get. But uh, I'm gonna try to reread this room here. Ooh, Billy, you're definitely gonna get Wheel of Fortune. Happen. No, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna pick by you, Billy. The soundtrack of my game too. But this is stay tuned. All right. 
All right, that was my number three. Moving on, Jared. Uh, number three, I'm going to go Onimusha 2 for the PlayStation 2. That was a good game. I feel like I ordered that off a sushi menu last night. <laughs> I could go for some sushi right that now. That Ninja Gaiden, remember that? Oh, Ninja Gaiden was really good. No, I never played a ton. I know Nick had a, most of those ones. but That was for NES yeah. originally. Yeah, there was one for that, right? There was one, but then there was one that came out for the PlayStation so re- 2. The remake of it. Okay, Top not NES yeah. version. Okay. <clears throat> Can you tell us a little bit about I, the game? I, I don't know this game. What, what's, the, what's the premise of this one? Uh, so this one, first Omoboshi one was... Onimushi 2, what is it called? Jared, Onimusha 2. Like old feudal samurai and a demon attacks and you go and... At first, the game is this one whole fortress. So you have this one palace that it all takes place in. The second one is like this big sprawling world and they add other characters. And it's... Gameplay is super solid. Like the fighting's fun. They yeah, had like a lot of like parry and blocking mechanics and stuff that once you get good, it feels satisfying to play. And a lot of cool little things. Right on. And for PlayStation 2, like you're saying for graphics, shitty at the time when it looks like upscaled now, but back then the shit was dope. Oh, yeah, I agree. Oh, my God. Back then it looks so awesome. Yeah. So awesome. No, I agree that like PlayStation 2 when it came out looked great. I still thought PlayStation on certain games looked really bad. But yeah. again, it could, no, it's it obviously did. the game. But like yeah. Crash Bandicoot looked pretty good, but like yeah. Tomb Raider was terrible. Yeah. Agreed. Oh, well, Jared, my friend. Again, Final Fantasy 7 was like that too with the real bad polygon physics. But you get past that. And then there's a real pretty like cinematic for three minutes like oh yeah and then it goes right back to that like oh shit all right but honestly i think i like like the hand-drawn backgrounds for some of that stuff gets a little repetitive but i mean more than i like like some of the flash art stuff that's just slapped and like a different color but the same thing every other level yeah i feel that you want to rifle right into your number two? I got number two for you. I know you do. Your whole list has been number two. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah, don't you dare going, say Umaboshi Uma one. <laughs> <laughs> Portal seven. I'm gonna go Left for Dead Two. Left for Dead Two. Um, yeah, a game, zombie uh, shooter game bill on the uh, 360. <laughs> or the one, it's, yeah, just 360. We we play it. We play it weekly. Still, yeah, <laughs> yeah it still came out it. in like 2009, and it's still going. I put Left for Dead on my list. I assumed someone would go over it, but I mean, I love the game. It's not in my top five though. But it's definitely in my top ten. Shots fired. I'd already lost a couple. That's why I'm bumping into those ones now. Yeah. Uh, I would say the thing about it, Bill, that's so interesting is that it's scary as shit. Like, it's just a yeah. scary game to play. 
Because it's randomly generated the zombies and what happens. So it's not like it's the same experience every level. Like well, it's the same it, setting, like the same story. The same you run from the same, same place story. to the, there, but all the stuff in between is different every time. It changes. Oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah. And there's if you ever get an Xbox One bill, you can play with us. Yeah. Uh, you have to I, buy an old Xbox 360 game. But... I'm, all right, I'm just saying right now, Bill's playing his coach. I've never played an Xbox. Really? Yeah. Never. I I know, like literally, like just the controller and everything's so foreign to me that I'm just like, nope. I, I mean, with the like I'm too old to learn how to use a controller. <laughs> I still consider playing. myself a PlayStation kid, even though I've had an Xbox for the better part of the last decade. <laughs> I have an elliptical. I have a PlayStation Three. <laughs> So you could do, you have The Last of Us then. I was going to say that, but I don't even have a PlayStation 3, so I didn't say it. Cause I... And uh, I'm looking for my Commodore 64, so... Uh... You need to heat your house in the winter. You're like, fuck, Those I need my space are... heater, which is a Commodore 64. Probably expensive as shit, right? No, well, so you find them at used one, or are they real the cheap, or are they real expensive? They're cheap. Every summer I come across at least three Commodore 64s at a tag sale. Really? I'm not even kidding. And they're always left on the side of the road. They're literally on the side of the road. Because no one knows if they work. So you go, does this work? And they go, I don't know. I found it in the basement. Like It's a fucking Commodore 64. Like, what the hell are you using? Yeah, but it's also 30 years old. 40, 50 years old. Sometimes with a printer. Remember the old printer that came with it, too? Sometimes I see the old printer. The old Matrix ones. Remember, we didn't talk about this before, but the little uh, for Game Boy, did you have it, Andy? The one for like Pokemon, and then there was a printer, like a cable you could like send pictures back and forth, and it would like, uh, print stickers and stuff out. <laughs> yep, I never that had the printer or any of that. I had the Pokemon. That was a huge thing. It's like holy shit, it's wireless. Left for Dead was on was on my list too, and then I had to. I realized it was going to get taken, so I took it off. <laughs> But uh, sure. what we should I mean, do too is uh, because we all probably have games that we wanted to pick. Um, we'll do a quick honor roll mentions at the end. Sounds good. Or yeah, I think we'll do it at the end because we don't want to in case one of our honor roll mentions is someone's top top seed, then we don't want to take that on them. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, do my number two now. Be right back. Okay. No. <laughs> All right, so this game, I when think I played to do that. Yeah, I think I played this game more than any other game I've ever played. Um, I still play it fairly regularly, although it's uh, in a slightly different format. Um, but this was, I think, the the first game that I played on Xbox 360, and you could play it with tons of different people. You could talk shit. You could have party chat. This was probably one of the the most popular games for Xbox 360, I think, of all time, potentially. Um, but Halo 3. Oh. The only thing I know about Halos are they're delicious. That's very the true. Yeah. If they're in season. That's true, too. I, I had never played the original Halo or Halo 2, which is also very popular. Um, but I think in terms of being like a online multiplayer game, 
um, having tons of different features to it, being able to like really, um, you know, you could play in, in particular ranks if you were good enough. And so um, I just, I still think it's just such a cool game. Um, I love the concept of a first person shooter. It had a slightly different uh, theme than just like a bunch of dudes, you know, you were playing as these like elite Spartans and these, you know, this crazy gear and stuff. So you had shields and stuff. It wasn't, wasn't as realistic as like, you know, a modern warfare type game or whatever, but I thought graphics, gameplay, maps, um, it didn't get any better for me than, uh, than Halo 3. I think I'd go three for nostalgia, but I think I'd go five for like actual gameplay. gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. The games keep getting better. I mean, I'll, I'll admit like uh, in one way or another, I think it's sort of like Mario three is a better game than, than the original, but there's something about the original you go back and play because it just has yeah. like this certain appeal to it. So, yeah. Was that the first game that you uh, played online and like, you know, like got to interact with people online? Yeah, pretty sure. I think Left for Dead or that were like the first real like online at my house. Like I bought a game, plugged it in and was like playing with somebody else. Did you guys, did either or all, all three y'all, uh, I should ask, did you guys like actually like um, befriend anybody or was it I was just like just talking oh, yeah. mess? Sometimes. There, there was quite yeah. a few people for a while that I would, yeah. Dion a couple times a week or whatever talk for a bit. Oh, that's awesome. What, All over the, the country, random people. There's random German people that popped in that we played Halo with for a couple hours. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's, Black it's Rainbow weird... or whatever. And they still pop on and I see the name. I'm like, I'm never going to talk to them again, but... Yeah, you kind of like befriend people with it. But yeah, it's interesting, like the social dynamic, if you wanted to play in like a, like sometimes what we do is we play in a, in a, in a game. So the game chat is like you play, you can talk to everybody, even your opponents, um, as yeah. long as you're close enough to them. It's like a proximity thing. But you can play in party chat, which is anyone who's in your party, you only hear them. So like if you're on a team, you can strategize and stuff. And Oh, that's dope. But I would play on a split screen with, with uh, Justin, Taryn's brother. Um, yep. We would always play, and then we would be online with Jared, uh, S Dog, uh, Liam would come on randomly. This other kid, Chris, that I knew, like we'd have random groups. Yeah, sometimes, on for a minute. Yeah, sometimes we'd have like size. six or seven people all partied up playing in like a big team match or something. And so, oh, that's um, dope. You always knew where Nick was because he'd be pointing at the ground shooting. Something's <laughs> <laughs> wrong with my gun. I'm like, yeah, because you're pointing it at a bug. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so basically my question is like, um, and this goes for like any of the games was it like, because like with like, uh, the punk scene, like met a lot of friends and from like other, other towns and stuff, you know, like when you go and, and visit other towns, like, I was wondering if you guys like, like befriended anybody like that, like you still know today. Um, no, I don't think I've ever punk. met anybody like met anyone in person or anything um or like had more of a conversation than just playing the game itself yeah gotcha. um, i think the problem is that like it's such a i think with a game like that it attracts a lot of like really interesting personalities so you know like that's how it starts i know there's a few people that got start and played even that like my friends list now a couple of people i still see pop out and play left for dead too every once in a while oh awesome but it wasn't like just that like there used to be a few of us that 
I'd be friends with this one guy and then he knew a couple of people and they'd be on. And then like one day he'd have two friends that would pop on. So we'd end up like, Oh, you got this game. Let's go do this, this game. That's and awesome. Then, okay, cool. So like, it was like too. a community yeah. so, or it can still be a community. And it, stuff. Yeah. It can yeah, be, I mean, but it, it all depends on the person. Yeah. And that dude, uh, went to rehab and hasn't been on for a year. Last I knew oh. he was over and like, but good for I him. Go, I probably shouldn't out in the Midwest somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't toast. Uh, <laughs> cheers, cheers, cheers! This is off the wagon. Put the beers on the wagon. Speaking of wagons, did anyone pick Oregon Trail? Fuck no. I, <laughs> I did. I do have Red Dead Redemption on there. The undead My nightmare. family's dead. I sold everything and just bought bullets and killed everything in the wilderness. I didn't make it. Yeah, the problem is like you just went and hunted. It wasn't enough. Killed nineteen. All the meat went by. <laughs> yep. The milk's gone bad. All right, Bill. I'm sure you got to drop a number two here too. Okay. Yeah. Shit. All right. Uh, there's a lot of regrets because there, there's there's things that I now realize I could have picked and uh, the earlier earlier picks that um. <laughs> would have been better than <laughs> what I ran with, but um, this, might piss, this might piss off Andy. Um, I don't know if I do that or the other. Piss off Andy. DDR. Definitely. Yeah, versus- I WCW versus NWO. Oh. Uh, I I have it as an honorable mention, but I figured you'd pick it, so I didn't put it in my top oh, five. Good, good. All right, so. It was really so. I'm gonna put my honorable 64, mention. Right? I, what's that? Came out for sixty four. Hell yeah, yeah! Such a good game. Absolutely. Was um, it still late nineties, you think, or early two thousands? Late nineties. It it was before uh, WWF No Mercy and before WWF WrestleMania two thousand. So uh, this game was awesome. What a you had Raven on the. Uh, on the cover, so it's gonna be fucking dope, you know this. And I, we talked about this a little bit last week. Um, you know, like that, that you could get all of your champions, you know, your uh, your heavyweight, uh, your U.S., your tag team, and your cruiserweight. Um, and you could add teams to your factions to, or add, add wrestlers to your factions. Uh, I remember. Yeah. Um, Actually, before going down to Elm Street, like Murph would uh, swing by, you know, throw in a throw a few uh, stinger splashes on the kid. Then we'd head down to grab some uh, some zebra cakes and uh, soda. And, uh, oh, down at the uh, Palmer's or BP? Where'd you go? Uh, BP at that point. Uh, earlier, I used to go to uh, Palmer's, but uh, changed it up, man. They they, they put a, a picnic table behind uh, BP and. You know, we're good, good to go. We're going to go to the park to sit? Hell no, man. We got a picnic table right here. We don't need to walk all that. change things? Is that better? Or is that still picnic super table that they probably put there for the employees. Uh, you know, we were there more than the employees. Yeah, so. they, first of all, when we would go, there was employee. They had one person <laughs> that worked there. It was amazing. Yeah, when were they going to take their break? <laughs> that wasn't they happening. had Soleil. Soleil worked there for a little while. Uh, anyways, so there, there was um, some other uh, 
I, it was between WCW versus NWO or No Mercy, and it, all of them were dope. Where I was going to go with uh, No Mercy is because, you know, you could throw people into, like, backstage areas, and, you know, um, they, 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 there was some cool graphics. <sighs> but there's just something about the WCW versus NWO, like, the graphics, the... Um, just you know, like playing with your friends. With um, it wasn't overly complicated to get them to do the good moves too. That too, absolutely, absolutely. Well, well and, the other thing is that that this, that storyline was just the greatest storyline ever in wrestling. So I think you yeah. put that into a game and get to play as the NWO, like for sure. I, I just don't think you can make a bad game. You know, but I, I, think, I, I was a WCW guy anyway, so like this was just oh, yeah. a whole lot of fun, and um, you know, I, I, I would I would turn turn the volume down and just like play like punk rock songs and uh, and just you know beat the shit out of people with a, a stop sign and it's fun. <laughs> yeah, I still remember being a douchebag with Macho Man and trying to like elbow drop Nick from like across the ring, and you, it never worked. It never did, but I would just do it to try to be a dink. See, my, my brother, uh, I mean, my brother was long moved out by that point. So that must have been awesome having, you know, like, a, a, uh, well, actually, all y'all have, like, family members around the, the, the same age. So, like, so, yeah, just pissing them off, like, playing those games. That must have been wicked fun. It was a lot of fun just playing that. And I mean, like, uh, such a great, I always would pick Hogan a lot of the time, too. And you do, like, the leg drop. Uh, it was like... <laughs> A devastating leg oh, drop. Yeah. yeah. I, for my cruiserweight was always Billy Kidman. A, the name. I was like, hell yeah. Definitely. And uh, B, I mean, the seven-year itch it was like the coolest, like, uh, the coolest move off the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking my, awesome. my, Mine was Rey Mysterio always was my cruiserweight. Oh, yeah. Juventud Guerrero, like. Oh, Juventud Guerrero. The Luchadors. We're so good in the game, yeah, too. Always fun. Who? No. Uh, that black one cheese model. TV champion, Buff like Bagwell. Buff, ba- yeah. uh, Buff Bagwell didn't win very many times on Preston Ave, but, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe it was Sean Tucker was playing. I don't remember. But, uh, yeah, that was also the other good thing. Like, that game could come to you, like, you could bring it to a party and stuff, and, and people yep. are going to throw down playing some WCW versus NWO. Definitely. Hell yeah. All right, Andy, what you got? So I have a, from you. I have a tie at number two. Could we pause the recording or can you edit this out? Cause I think I'm going to upset two people. Maybe. Well, awesome. I'm going to, I'll basically upset one of you and your mom. Andy. Oh. But, so Andy, I might upset people all the time. Actually, it's more but of a the, disappointment. I, so it, I have a tie oh, for my number two, and it's Legend no, of no, Zelda. No, no. Oh. Time, time out. You have two picks, though. Yes, you have two more chances. You can't have a tie for number I, two. I can't. I can because my number one, no one's going to pick. And it's definitely my number one That's of fine. all time. So pick your number two. Pick, you can't have. Yeah, dude. I could, yeah, if you we'll had we'll the tie for number two, then it should have been your two and three. No, well, because I was like, someone's going to pick it. Someone's no, going to pick it. No one kept picking it. I'm number three. It might be somebody's you number still have four. Jared, two becomes I know, one. I Spice the... Girls taught you nothing. <laughs> I'm assuming it's going to be Your both of them are going to be someone's number one, but they haven't said them yet. Don't worry. Like, I have a different number one, too. 
Andy, give us well, your CSI. real number two. And and you just one number two. One number two. All right, I'm gonna bite the bullet. I'm gonna not pick the one that I think Jared's gonna pick. A couple of rabbit turds. Let's pop them out. Let's go. So <laughs> I got Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I mean, it's probably the best game ever made. I, I know. I that's I that's why I kind of don't want to use it because I feel like I don't need to have it on the list. Because yeah, I feel like you wait. It's like saying like, "Are right, your favorite rock band?" And you pick the Beatles. It's not on like, the list. How will they know? But that's the thing. Yeah, that's why my the problem with it is I'm like, if no one says it, we're all like, what? No one said Ocarina of Time? Yeah, that's true. And people be like, turn this shit off. These people don't know anything. That game was like so expansive. And like, I just remember like, there was so much to do in it. And there were so many cool things. And like the fact that you could fucking bust out the Ocarina and play. I played, uh, I learned how to play um, Journeys Faithfully on that. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Real? <laughs> I used to jam yeah, out. To, you could just sit there and you would just hold it and it would just be bopping. And then you could just like, depending on how you held the joystick, it would change the pitch of the song. So you could like, you know, like you could just like use a joystick to like change the note. And like, so you could like, you know, you could play, you could learn different songs and play it every note on the scale. So you could just like jam out. Uh, Eric, you could. <laughs> Well, yeah, fair enough. Here, I was like, uh. They a couple songs to play. Yeah. I, 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 I was going back and forth through time was always fun. Oh, like, yeah. you get something new as Adult Link, go back in the past and be able to use it. Oh, so good. Yeah. Well, Crown Trigger was good for that, too. Like, if you get stuff in the past, it'd be gone in the future. So, you get the shit in the future first, and then go back to the past and wrap it all blind. It. it Andy, I think you you hit it right in the head. I don't think you could have a more solid number two. I needed to make that number two. Pretty Branny. Um, yeah, I mean, I, if if anyone hasn't played it, I mean, it's just a game like you gotta like at least play once because it's just. I mean, you're gonna play it for like 26 hours, but yeah. Um, I just remember like every time I thought there was like it reached the pinnacle of cool, like something else would be in the game that just made it even even more cool than that. Like trying to catch a fucking 20 pound trout in the lake and stuff. Oh like, my God, right? The fishing you could do. Like <laughs> I used to just fish all. I sucked at the game, so I just go fishing. My cousin I, never, Billy I must have just, put like 100 hours into that game. I watched at least 100 hours. My cousin Billy was really good at it, so I just watched him like, you know, playing the game and I just was like, can I play? Like, I won't save over your game, you know. <laughs> Don't that, cards. that was that, a real worry. You know, right? She just stops working. Like, oh, what just happened? The game gave me unrealistic uh, expectations of fishing. Like, I was like, <laughs> nothing, nothing like Zelda. Oh, hey, another one. Yeah. I know, right? I would put on red clothing. I still got burned. I was like, hold on. This doesn't make any sense. I'm wearing, I'm wearing red socks. <laughs> I should be fireproof. I'm in an easy action shirt and it's red. I should be fine. I put on, I strapped rocks to my feet and went wait, wait, in the wait, water and blue and I could not breathe under the water. First of all, Andy, those are Uggs, okay? You were in, you thought Uggs are megaton boots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that shirt was fire though. That's sure your point. I feel like I have too. So, are we ready for this? I think okay. we're ready for for Andy to give us a number one here. Andy's number one pick. This is 
We already go to, we already no, wait, I just not- did number two. We got to go down the list and then, then we do number ones. One also, that's what we're trying to say. You don't need a tie for number two because you have the number one pick. You get to pick the number one first. Yeah, you get remember you started one. it and we've been going in the round table. You're back up. Yeah, this is you, dude. All right, it's another computer game and an obscure one. The curse of Monkey Island. <laughs> Boom. Uh, what? <laughs> yep. Fun pirates adventure point and click baby puzzles. Cannot go wrong with it. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it, Andy, I'm sorry, but I feel like you you didn't get the project. <laughs> no, it's no, my it, number one. It's not it, other people's number one. Exactly. I don't one. believe it's your number one, Andy. <laughs> that Andy, absolutely is. Why is this your number one pick? This game is one of the is the first point and click adventure game I ever played. I played it. I think it came out before The Legend of Zelda. And it started me on the whole Monkey Island trilogy. I went back and played Monkey Island 1, The Secret of Monkey Island, those old LucasArts games. They were point-and-click puzzle games. You had to find all the pieces, build stuff. Oh, it was awesome. I played Riven and Mist, and those had markedly less stories. Even going ahead, the cave. Yeah. Damn. (laughs) It's a deep cut. I just... it, it's just so foreign to me that I, I'm just surprised that it's your number one. Pirate puns, come on, nonviolent. Oh, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, all right, I'm down with that. I, I, everyone likes so a good pirate pun. Insult sword fighting, come on, oh, so classic. This was your gateway game into the other monkey games. <laughs> oh yeah, this is my gateway. <laughs> I, I, it sounds fun. So it was a, it, it was on PC. Oh yeah. You can get it on Xbox right now. No, you get the first two. You can't get the curse of Monkey Island. You can't get the curse. The first one was your favorite, though. No, the curse of Monkey Island is the third one. Oh, shit. The first one I played, and then I went back and I got the first one and the second one and played those two. It was so good that you were like, I need more cursed monkeys. Oh, yeah. Where did this come from? I'm curious. Chris Daly actually was like, hey, dude, check this game out. I was over his house one day. And I was like, what? And he's like, oh, it's a point and click adventure game. And I was like, holy shit. Like, wow. It's just because it's it's funny. It's it's a LucasArts game. So it's like it's super cartoony graphics. It's all drawn out. And it's like the world is just immersive. And it's like the music one is top notch in it. And it's Uh like the voice acting is just hilarious. And you just solve puzzles to try to fight your evil nemesis, the zombie pilot, pirate LeChuck. Come on. Oh, can't that, go anywhere. Oh, that doesn't sound any- uh, All right. I got, I got to hear Bill's number one here. Okay. All right. Well, so I, I, I was a little bit worried when Eric mentioned soundtracks. <laughs> so, just, just to, to, to give a uh, a comparison here, I wrote down all the, the songs from the um, playlist. I'll tell you the game after, but it's got Atomic Garden by Bad Religion, Train in Vain by The Clash, uh, Me, Myself, and I by De La Soul, Bad Scene, Everyone's Fault by Jawbreaker, Know It All by Lagwagon, Lady Killers by Lush, 
More Than Toast by the Mr. T Experience, uh, Jeff Wears Birkenstocks by NoFX, uh, Debriefer by The Pixies, Hyper Enough about uh, Super Chuck, and uh, Out All Night by the uh, Pie Tossers. So... BMX triple X. Isn't it pie tasters? Right? You would think that. Absolutely. Andy, what would you think this game would be? Skitchin for Nintendo. Nice. I love it. I think it. it's got to be uh, like Top Skater. It sounds like one of those games like, you know, they had a Busters where you actually stood on the skateboard and had to like. Uh, yeah, absolutely. All three great, great. That sounds exactly what that soundtrack would be. This is 2006 NCAA uh, football with Desmond Howard on the cover. Wow. Literally all of my favorite things. So you have a Michigan football legend on the cover. You have literally the best soundtrack ever. <laughs> this, if, if you're going to put Bill into a video game, this is the fucking we were just talking about that uh, NCAA <laughs> we were not talking about NCAA we're talking about WCW versus NWO and I would turn turn the uh, volume down and I'd, you know, I'd play my music and I'd be really stoked I didn't have to do that with, with this game because they already did it for me <laughs> I would turn the TV up like in okay so a, a lot of people are going to be like Bill why don't you pick a Madden game no 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 the NCAA games were so much better. The, the the graphics were cooler. The cuts to the crowd were awesome. Like, uh, if you played with like Duke, they'd be like, "We're a basketball school," and you know, like, because our team was trash. And you could like, you could recruit. It was just so fun. You could make your own dynasties and stuff. Could you and promise the kids? Game, Rudy, uh, could you promise the, the kids sign on bonuses and stuff? stuff? Could you, could oh, you be listen, a booster? Well, we'll see. This was the only way that uh, Michigan would beat Ohio State. So, you know, it made me happy, though. Yeah. 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 I absolutely love this game. It was going to be between that and NCAA 2014 a couple weeks ago. I went over that with that soundtrack. It wasn't even really a soundtrack. They just played uh, the fight songs, which is also dope. But, I mean... Holy shit. When you get a Jawbreaker song in your fucking uh, your NCAA uh, soundtrack, it's definitely going to be my that's number a, one. That's a niche audience for sure. That, so it would, it okay. literally feel like that video game was built <laughs> for me. Hey, they're out there. That Pie Taster song is on, um, is on Street Skater too, Out All Night. Oh, nice! That, dude, I kind of want to check out the Street Skater game because... Uh, just get like, the soundtrack. Oh, <laughs> I think they so might have just Burnout 3 had like Fallout Boy and Jimmy Eat World, Midtown. What else is on there? Well, that's pretty good too. I think it's a racing game. That was the one you just like smash into cars and try to take stuff to that. That's a yeah. good no yeah, that's, top, that's but that was definitely a good game. For our uh for our uh honorable mentions. So yeah. I know I was always surprised too with Bill's um, given his the music choice, I also thought like Twisted Metal for PlayStation, but I already played the game, so I'm like, I know it's not that, but a punk soundtrack would have went perfect on that video game. That would have. What did they have? Was there anything? There? Twisted Metal was an uh, honorable mention of mine, just FYI. <laughs> yeah, I love that game, but... Well, Twisted Metal 2. Yes, sorry. Twisted Metal 2. Yes. Twisted Metal 2. 
All right. My number one game shouldn't be too much of a surprise. I'll say number one, it's got its faults, okay? Like any good game, it's got its faults, it's got its critics. Um, but this game, um, it's a fairly new game um, in the last five years, um, is a game that perfectly blends my love of horror and video games in a way that I think was very different and unique and fun to play, but also absolutely fucking terrifying to play, um, is Friday the 13th, the game for Xbox One. Um, That's a good game. We've played it. We've played it together many a times, and they did such a good job at being able to really like take every instance of the Friday the 13th movies and use it in this game. Um, you know, they did likenesses of characters and stuff from, from the movies to like different, you know, um, camp counselors and things like that. Um, so they did a really good job, I think, of um, kind of using a lot of the the same sort of like uh, 80s styling and, um, and character choices. Um, but again, staying very, very true to the movie, um, replicating the maps like almost perfectly. Um, and replicating the Jasons and giving them all different abilities. And uh, I just think um, the other cool thing is sort of like it's a dice roll. You go into it with eight people, or is it it's eight people? Yeah, eight people. You go in with eight people, oh, and one of you is going to be Jason. Yeah. So, like, someone's going to be Jason, and uh, everyone else has to figure out a way to survive the night. And so, um, the fact that it's like a different person and there's different abilities for, um, as each Jason, like it's a it's a very different. Even though you're playing the same map over and over and over with the same kind of basic functionality, the gameplay is so different every time. And I think that's that one, that's what makes the game really really intriguing to me. And uh, it's probably the game I've logged the most hours in, besides Halo Three. Especially when you, it's a fun to like have a really hard Jason, and then the next round you have a really shitty Jason. So it's like, oh man, I got killed within the first five minutes, and then the other one you're like, ah, I got out within the first five minutes. Yeah, I think I think it's one of those games that I feel like I've been the most frustrated, the most scared, and laughed the most during like yeah. of any game. It just it it brings that out to you like every single night you play it. There's something different in it that's either like hysterical or like it just gets you so frustrated sometimes like but i think that's what makes a great game is like the fact that you're like so fucking angry and it's not just like you die and the game's over like you die and you have to watch all the other counselors until the game's over like you have to stay there and watch the rest of the game as a way to like sort of like you know learn you learn tips and tricks that way too like what works for people and how they survive the whole night but um you can also help your friends too if you need to <laughs> but all right, Jared, I'm dying to hear your number one here. You get the last and final. Yeah, ended out right. I'm going to go for uh, Skyrim or the Xbox 360. The one. Really? Not Final Fantasy Seven. Well, I mean, what's the matter? I still enjoy them both. It's an arbitrary numbering system if we're only picking five. I think it's not an arbitrary. I think it's absolutely a finite. Your top five favorite games 
<laughs> Final Fantasy VII was my was my tie for number two. I was thought I well, pissed no, you off. Not, if we're not Krina, duplicating, I'm not going to be able to put what I want where I want anyway. So it's just a, it's a list. It's fine. So that's your favorite <laughs> game of all time, is Skyrim. If you're it's out up of there, I, I mean, for big sprawling worlds, I mean that's one of the larger areas to search through. It has a lot of fun quests. There's a bunch of mods and stuff that still go on all the time. You could turn the dragons into Macho Man Randy Savage and they yell at you and come flying down and breathe fire at you. Oh, shit. Okay, maybe I think Jared's won me over on this side. Can I fucking hold on? So, Jared, okay, Skyrim. Ah, all right. You chose Skyrim on your arbitrary list. I did. We went the whole Macho Man Randy Savage dragons. That's what I was about to say. Go. Look up a clip of those. If you haven't seen those, they're pretty fantastic. Yeah, that might win out for me. I've never seen it, but uh, that sounds dope. I uh, think people are going to be pissed, host, though. Go do it. If uh, there's no Final Fantasy VII. I, yeah. Well, okay. Final Fantasy VII was my tie for two, but I was like, I don't want to take it from Paris. And I figured yeah. it would be Jared's there number can't one. Be a tie for two. If you have two that are number two, then guess what? One of them should be number three. Because yeah, exactly. and you should have moved your list down. But this is where I agree with the Jared, though. Is we that have we have so many and we're trying to put them into one box. Yeah, because you're like, hey, if someone says it, you have to move things up. So it's like, I'm like, okay, well, someone's gonna say this, and then I'm like, all right, so I'll just no, say this that- one. It was more if you thought people were going to take it. Andy, no one was going to pick the fucking Adventure Time of Monkey Land or whatever. Like, yeah, but I to... thought I, I thought you would say Ocarina of Time or Jared would say Final Fantasy VII sooner. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, no one's picking these. And then I'm like, fuck. Yeah, no, I mean, I did have On that problem. Purpose. But, but that, yeah, that's the thing is it because we were like, oh, we got to up all over. the glue. Exactly. I didn't want to take Final Fantasy VII and Legend of Zelda Ocarina. I thought that would be way too unfair because it's like like Mario sixty four and Goldeneye. I had tied, but I'm like, I don't want to take both of them. Like, I don't want to be that guy. That's like, I thought we were going to talk a little bit about those because like they kept making. I mean, there's still Breath of the Wild and all the other new ones that are like as good as the old ones. Plus, I just keep adding new stuff onto them, so they're even more. I just know I haven't played any of them. All right, so why don't we go over some honorable mentions, and uh, we'll we'll just choose one one honorable mention that we didn't get to put on the list that maybe we didn't talk about either. Jared, what do you have for an honorable mention? I'm gonna do Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare. Nice. It was a, a sandboxy Western game. And this was an actual DLC they put out after the fact that introduced like chupacabras and yetis oh, and shit. zombies. Oh, <laughs> and shit. you had to go and just save these little tired Texan or Mexican towns that are just getting ransacked by all these crazy stuff. It was interesting and fun. You can unlock a unicorn. <gasps> That's right. Remember that? I think I downloaded the demo to it and I played it for like an hour, but I thought it was really cool. Like it was a, it it was a cool fun. game. I just couldn't get, I couldn't get into it. I think I like, it is a definitely change from like the gameplay from the normal game. I think it was it's a lot slower. looser and more fun. 
but it's like slower in a way, kind of like Fallout. Like you kind of choose your own destiny. And no, that's. A, I mean, it's a sh- third-person shooter, not first-person. But okay, Metal Gear Solidy, but yeah, yeah, Western. Get into that Red horses and shit. Um. So, for honorable mention, I I was gonna pick this game like kind of higher on my list, but um, I think it just didn't. It didn't hit as high for me as the as the games I chose, but um, I think it originally came out for PlayStation, um, and they had they had a couple of the games that were very different style, um, and then when they finally came out with a third installment of the game, I think it was like it was very oh, different. Like it, I think it just created like this new way new wave of games to come and really Frenzy. set the bar and was way ahead of its time and was sort of infinite in a way but that's grand theft auto 3 fuck yeah that game was yeah. so it's fucking cool but remember like grand theft auto 2 you for a playstation you basically like you had a a, a view from um like a helicopter and so like yeah. it was just these small like little cars you could get in and you couldn't even really see your character you were just getting these the little first. cars and like I don't remember the Dude. first one. First two were top down, I think, right? Uh, I know the second one was definitely. I'm I'm sure the I think first, the first one two were. too. Um, was the the third one the mafia one, right? Like, no. E- not yeah, you're not talking about Vice City. There's I, what, Vice City, Vice, San, Andreas. San Andreas. Yeah, there's a. Bunch I was thinking Vice City. That's the one. That was my favorite. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they, just, I they did so much with it. I, th- I don't think they ever made the game boring, but the fact that you could like go on, you could. Um, it still had codes. You can yeah, blast you could, out a bunch of codes for money and you could to drop your wanted level. Fight people and steal their money. If you were wanted, you could go to the spray paint shop and get your car repainted. You could, uh, if, you, if you went to the red light district and picked up a hooker and the car started rocking, you saw your money start to decrease. Like, uh, <laughs> I just thought. I just thought it was so different, you know, like it was, it was shockingly different um, for a video game. And uh, I think people still play it to this day in, in some installment or another. Um, well, and now I mean, that they have an online version of it, it's like, been going for the last, what, 10 years now, insane. nine years, something. Wow. Insane. Wow. All right, Bill, what do you want to mention honorably? Oh, I got two time for my two. Um, Buy you, Billy. Hell yeah! <laughs> this was last week. This is what there got us is. got started. This day, I mean, I never got past uh, the road to the Superdome. Um, so I, I think that that's kind of a. Are you playing the right game? Uh, uh, yeah, I. <laughs> I wasn't great at the driving part. So l- let me tell you, <laughs> yeah, that was complicated in all games. Absolutely, but man, you get a Billy stick. Or Billy Club, I guess it would be called, and you can beat up a crocodile. That's pretty dope. Um, what's your yes. other? One? What's your other one that's tied for number two? Well, I, no, I, no, 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 Andy, no more tied for number two. No, he said it. He said it. I want to know what Bill, it is. God damn it! You can't be tied for number two. <laughs> well, there's some other things about Bayou Billy. There was a lot of double dragon feel to it. Like uh, when you're fighting, like it, it was like fighting uh, as you would with double dragon. Um, but with crocodiles instead. Gotcha. With crocodiles and like with these like just weird Cajun people that, you know, <laughs> I, I was, uh, I, 
I think first started uh, playing it uh, when I was really young. I thought they were Australian, but um, I was I was a pretty dumb kid. Um, Raging Cajun. Rage, Rage on Cajun. Uh, also, <laughs> tied for my two is Simpsons Hit and Run. Well, <laughs> uh, that's good one. Is that the like crazy taxi game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was actually a really cool game. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Andy, what do you want to do? Wait a minute, wait, two? time out. No, Bayou Billy was also a really fun game. <laughs> All my games are really fun games. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played it. I I, I can't uh, I, I can't agree with you on say. that. We take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> Honorable right. mention would be uh, Final Fantasy VII. Absolutely love the game. How I mean, I, remember I bought a uh, a PlayStation just to play that game. That was like I saw it. Um, I saw someone playing it. They're like, "Oh yeah." I was like, "What?" I said, "What game is this?" Like Final Fantasy VII. Fell in love, and I was like, "What system is on there?" I said PlayStation. I went out. I was had a job. I went out, bought a PlayStation. Um, it was when they had like it, it was probably a couple years in because they had the real small compact PlayStation. That was the one that I bought. I bought Final Fantasy VII and I played it forever, like hours. I played that game. I think I bought yeah. it pretty quick to when it first came out because I remember having like one of the original, like the fat, huge ones. I uh, can I ask a question? Uh, what game was uh, the game that y'all think you played the most? I think I said mine already. I think I said mine already with, um, obviously with Halo 3. I think I definitely logged the most hours with that. But a game that I haven't mentioned that I that I think none of us mentioned, but I feel like at least three of us have probably played for a very long period of time that you probably don't realize is fucking Pokemon. Yeah, I had it on the Game Boy. I didn't play it that long, though. I... I did, but I haven't touched any of them in like 20 years now. It's the only thing. And they've still been making games this entire fucking time. Really? They never stopped. Uh, yeah. My, uh, my best friend, she, uh, she uh, back in the day, she um, she got me into it. I, 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 Of course, you know, Michigan fan guy, uh, I went with the blue. Blue was my uh, pick for that. <laughs> Squirtle. So, um, Squirtle. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, it, it was, but... I mean, that just made the Game Boy like a lot of fun again. And like, it would just be like walking around playing that. It was, it, it wasn't like a super interesting game by any means, but it, like, it was very, it was very like uh, turn based. That's RPGs in a nutshell, pretty much right there. Wander around and then, yeah. Yeah. I just it, never it, do lots of little math in your head for absolutely. no reason. I think like the the adventure and the mystery of it was was so kind of uh, was a good selling point, um, but yeah, yeah. I, I think I played it quite a bit. Hours more. though logged would probably be clo- like they're close because it would be Final Fantasy VII and uh, Legend of Zelda because those were the two games that I crushed on. <clears throat> I guarantee I, you, Andy, Borderlands has put both of those to. Complete well, I mean, on my on my shame. list though. Yeah, I've definitely oh, okay. played Borderlands more than anything, but I mean, on my list, it would have to be those two, and I still never beat yeah. Ruby and Emerald Weapon. I did. I beat all that. Yeah, I know you did, but I spent, I, never, yeah, I spent a lot of time in there. I beat everything on Zelda. That's why I would say they're probably pretty close. I did 
Twilight Princess. I didn't do Ocarina of Time. I didn't beat everything. Twilight Princess, I got it all. That was the one for the Wii, which is, I was going to put that on there too. Much the same mechanics wise. They changed a couple things here and there. But that was the one with the freaking nunchuck still. Yeah. So you would actually like move around and like slash your sword and stuff. And that was pretty fun. Oh shit. Yeah, that does sound rad. Remember when games had to have a game guide? Like you couldn't look it up on the internet. Like yeah. you either had to figure it out on your own or buy the guide in Final oh, Fantasy no, VII. You could call I, Nintendo Power for like ten dollars a minute or something or whatever they were gonna charge. But yeah. Final Fantasy VII, man, I bought the PlayStation, the game, and the game guide. Jesus Christ. I had a bougie friend that fucking like would get like the Nintendo Power magazine. Like I, I'd be just sitting there fucking like just running around in circles, be like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Right. Looking up cheat codes and whatnot. I had All I know is decades I- of game pros that like because you'd buy a game at GameStop and they would be like, Oh hey, or you'd buy something at Strawberries and you're fucking young. It's like, oh hey, here's all this thing, and you get signed up for one thing. And you would never be able to freaking shut it off. Yeah. <laughs> it would just keep showing. The, eventually, they'd stop getting paid. I had probably, yeah, at least four or five years of just stacks. I had them all like piled up in a garbage bag. Wow. So, like the whole first couple years of the 90s. Jared, Hell first yeah. of all, those are recyclable. Um, Big glossy ones? Yeah, you can recycle those. Can you? They're still on the earth. Yeah, Jared. Reduce, reuse, then recycle. Okay, you should have reduced your <laughs> subscription. Please, that's not his fault. That's GameStops and freaking strawberries. Magazine subscriptions are the worst. You literally just have yeah, to cut them off, and you still get it for like a year because they're like, no, we got to show that's we got why I have people a subscribing account right now. I haven't listened to anything from them in a month, but. I, well, I have a computer, so now I can, but they were like, and I try to do it with my phone. Like, you have to go onto a, a desktop to unsubscribe. But, like, fuck you. What? Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> Caitlin got me a subscription years ago to the magazine Cat Fancy as a joke. I had that thing coming for like three years. She paid for a year subscription, but I'm like, you know, they don't have any subscribers. So I got two years of free. I got That's one it. year she paid and then like, yeah, I give it to me for two I years. We have your address. We know you wanted it one time. Just take it. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I read them. <laughs> I definitely read every fucking campaign <laughs> that came in. It was a good magazine. Then they merged with someone else. They said another one, but she, it was because it was like shelter stories about cats. And then it was like, probably like each one would highlight a different breed. So you'd learn your facts on the breed and stuff. And a lot of shelter stories. And then, you know, old lady stories about them and their cats. But I read he's like Andy Mann's old lady. Yeah, I literally they were probably like when they, they got it. They're like, hold on. The name on this magazine is Andrew Mann. This is a man. And someone put in his birthday of 1983. Man. He's in his 20s and he's reading this magazine. This is our new niche market. I mean, Kayla just got it for me because I love cats. Little did they know, as kind of like a joke too. She's like, ah, "I got you a subscription to this." I fucking read those magazines; they were good. <laughs> Dude. I didn't. I didn't help them out though. They were like, "This guy's gonna take us to the top," and I did. Uh, maybe maybe this year. Maybe this year. Yeah. I think we covered pretty much uh, 1980 to 2021 here. So. Uh, Great list. Uh, we have to figure out, I guess, what the next uh, theme is going to be. Maybe we can uh, 
come up with something now for our next show. Um, I, I, I don't know um, if we want to go with another top five list or we want to just do uh, something a little bit more uh, topic driven, but anyone have any ideas you want to throw out? Uh, let's see. Pick like favorite movie or like even like favorite kids movie, something like okay. that. Hold on. Sorry. But if we're going to do this, we should do uh, different genres, but fav- favorite movie of each genre. And we will have four and then uh, we'll have four arbitrarialists. But, but we'll Please all so get, get to our- Pee Wee Herman. Uh, and the big top down four times. Okay. I mean, yeah, comedy, drama. Yeah, what, a- are, what are the four genres? Erotica, um, yeah. <laughs> Latin I- comedy. I mean, what is <laughs> exploitation? Movie starring John Leguizamo. I mean, what are, what are the four categories? Oh my god, Super Mario Brothers. Uh, we'll do a, 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 a favorite comedy, favorite drama. Uh, Action. Just, what about like favorite superhero pick. movie or something? Or yeah, that's a good one. I mean, we can. I mean, Robert Williams fits in the bank for most of these things. Mrs. Doubtfire. I mean, then he was in a war. Why don't we just pick a list of ten and go into depth more and all that stuff? Nope, we're gonna do four categories. <laughs> let's let's try three categories because we could do like horror, comedy, and action. Y'all can get a number one pick. First of all, Patrick Swayze stars in all of the ones that I would pick. So nice. I mean, that's fine though. I mean, I'm crazy for Swayze. Ghost, Roadhouse, (laughs) Point Break. You better watch what you say though, because then if you don't pick a Patrick Swayze movie, you might yell at yourself next week. Andy, all I know is you didn't pick your favorite (laughs) fucking video game for fear of Jared picking it, who also didn't pick it. No, that was my number two. Curse of Monkey Island is my all-time favorite. It's the double two. Number twos. Tippity top. Things can be tied. People get tied all the time. Soccer games. I don't know much about sports, but sometimes they end in zero zero. I mean, that's tied. That's true. And so your, what, which one's your favorite kid? Are they both tied for t- number two? <laughs> oh, no. Vinny hates them. Fair enough. <laughs> He's a daredevil. As much right, well, as he can... pisses me off, he like got hurt I, on Easter. I got it. I got right. it. Okay, so we go drama, comedy, action, animated. That's what I just said. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I wasn't listening, Andy. I said horror, comedy. Okay. Have I even watched any drama? That's true. I mean, that sounds good to me. I'm happy to do that list. So the other option we can do is decades, like 80s, 90s, 2000s. Shit, that's a good one, too. Um, But we can... Let's do 80s, 90s, 2000s. Let's just pick one. Favorite movie of all time. That's going to be a short episode. Years, that's the same as not picking any. What are you talking about? You, you can't pick a favorite movie from the 80s? I mean, no, everyone's going to pick. Well, let's, let's just pick the 80s then. Or the uh, 90s or whatever. Let's start no, with just one. Thing. Then the show's going to be six minutes. We're trying to spread it oh, out. We could talk about the movies that we're picking. Can you imagine the thrilling conversation that we would come up with talking about dirty because dancing? Because listing other random movies is that much better with nothing else. Other than I know. I'm going to have to rewatch Legends just to describe it and tell you guys in detail. Well, you could have a comedy set with five jokes that take 30 seconds, or you could talk about one topic for six minutes. 
don't know which one would be better. All right. Well, why don't we try picking one movie from those three decades, 80s, 90s, and 2000s? We throw in 70s just so we each have a number yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, pick. I could pick something from the 70s, definitely. 70s? What the fuck? I was born in 83. Oh, I, I will. I will uh, never saw a movie from the 70s, Andy? I no. will take. Not one I, that I liked. I'll take the fourth pick. I, the fucking Star Wars, motherfucker. Well, don't no, pick it now. One time I, I was one time I was at work, I was humming a Beach Boys song, and this guy was like, You can't know the song. You're not old enough to know the song. I'm like, I guess I don't know what fucking World War II was either. Like, yeah, what, 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 was that me? <laughs> and there's a lot of motherfuckers acting <laughs> been. like that's the case. I think mean, I think I remember this conversation, Eric. You can't remember anything that I remember. All right. So our our no. our top movie from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and today. I mean, I got Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. In the 2000s, I guess we could probably have it go from 2000 to today. Is that fair? Because the 2000s have been kind of garbage. So so just nothing before the 70s. That's all. It just can't be before the 70s. No, we only get one choice. Not for next week, Jared. No, not for next week. Yeah, I don't want to do a top five. I say we pick three movies because no, movies yeah, are not little... top five. It's your f- one favorite movie Even from each one, decade. You get one pick. Oh, and we already know it's going to be Shawshank Redemption. It's not that hard. Okay, that's one your that's 90s only... choice. Exactly, that's my nineties. <laughs> okay, and then I'm going to forget that Stephen King wrote it again. And then I read an article, by the way, that said that he has trouble convincing people he actually wrote the Shawshank Redemption. People go, "No, you I didn't." Scoop this motherfucker so bad if I get a pick before him because. <laughs> 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 All right, so we got our topic. Yeah. Everyone got a little bit of homework to do. I'm so sorry, Andy, if it's too much for you. You can't log 49 hours of fucking Borderlands this week because you have to spend 20 minutes coming up with your favorite movies, but hopefully that won't be too big big of a challenge for you. All right, well, that concludes our uh, first episode of this podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll be trying to do one uh, probably bi-weekly, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Later.